back for episode 15 of Should Have Been a Cowboy. Um, you know, I, I thought this was going to be a, a boring a boring week to talk about. Coming off a Kansas game, 58-17. to 17. Uh, Wasn't even that close. Kansas mm-hmm. is bad, man. They're, they they're, are. They're bad. But uh, they're, we, do, they're we do have some other team. things to talk about after was, that. But let's do the I Kansas was coming into first. this podcast on Sunday... And on probably Sunday or Monday, I was trying to figure out what we talked about. I was like, okay, this is what we'll talk about. Maybe I'll bring up a few points that I want to discuss. Um, Just things with the athletic department that have nothing to do with the the football (laughs) game or basketball, just like ideas and fun things to talk about. And then Tuesday, it just all turned upside down. Yeah, I mean, it's like Stranger Things. um, Yeah. So um, were you able to see the Kansas game at all? I went to the Kansas game. I was there. Oh, we're, yeah. Did you go to the Kansas game? How did it go? Uh, you know, I had a really good time, um, and I'll tell you why. Because no one goes to the game against the worst team in the Big Twelve on Thanksgiving weekend. Mm-hmm. And that is true. So I got to be at the game, which I I enjoy the atmosphere of being at a game. But what I don't enjoy is um, Yahoo's screaming things about which they know not. And I didn't have any of that. At this game, so it was nice. It was a good weather. Just got to sit outside, watch a football game, and as it turns out, uh, this is just kind of an interesting little tidbit from my life. Um, I was at both Mason Rudolph's first home start and his last home start. It turns out, so that's interesting. Well, that's good. That that's that's an interesting tidbit. Um, what do these yahoos – is it just yahoos yelling, um, like, to bench certain players? Oh, yeah, or... yeah, and you're complaining about to... the play calling or whatever. Okay. It doesn't matter. It just uh, – there was – I had none of that. <laughs> you there didn't was no have any one of that. anywhere near me, and it was glorious. That's good, man. Um, I I did not see any of the game because I was in Dallas um, at families, um, at my wife's sister's and their family's um, house. So I – kept up to date on ESPN, but it didn't seem like it was a game that I really needed to be paying that close of, close of attention to. No, it was what you would have expected. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, score on the first drive and really never look back. The one thing that was kind of compelling was, you know, James Washington is chasing the uh, career receiving yards mark. I mean, I think he needed mm-hmm. like 175 coming into that game and didn't get there. Got probably about half of it. Um, okay. And... You know, so it was when it when it got to be out of hand, especially it was, you know, everybody in the crowd kind of you could sense wanted them to throw it to him every time just so he could get it. Yeah, but uh, it didn't happen. And eventually, you know, everybody gets taken out. And what was cool about this usually or I say usually the last few years, they haven't really had a senior day game that was um, inconsequential and out of hand. Mm-hmm. So with this one, they kind of got to on both sides of the ball, they started a possession with all the seniors out there and got to take them out during the game. Like you see them doing basketball and they, you mm-hmm. know, the, and get the round of applause and yep, all that. Uh, Larry, Larry Reese announces all their names as they come off the field. It was really cool. It was a, it was a really good, uh, good end to their careers. I think. Awesome. It was, yeah, it seemed like a, the beat down that you expected. Definitely. Uh, yeah. Awesome. Boy, Kansas. Oh my God goodness they're so bad they're, like, they're unfathomably bad no i other I, than i feel bad for them <laughs> other than one or two seasons 10 years ago 
they, yeah. They've just been horrible. Well, and they were down to like, you know, when Charlie Weiss was fired midseason after that year, they were down to like 35 or 39 scholarship players. Yeah. You're, a D1 school fields 85 scholarships plus walk-ons. Mm -hmm. A D2 school is 45. Like, that's where they were at, and that was not that long ago. So they've got, they're still in the process of this long rebuild, but there's just not a whole lot that they're building on. I mean, they're their quarterback will throw a good pass every six times. And other than that, he's one hopping people. It's just, it's not yeah. fun to watch. And they're wanting to, um, um, make, to fix the stadium, to mm -hmm. renovate the stadium. I, I don't know how many seats they're planning on adding to it. I hope <laughs> but... they're not planning on adding too many, just kind of polishing it up. I've been to that stadium. Hopefully. Uh, Have you? Yeah. I went to the game there in 2014 and it's a it's a fine stadium. It's nothing, nothing bad about it. It's just not full. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, losing teams usually don't fill out the stadium that much. You know, unless you're well, Tennessee. Unless you're Tennessee. Oh, Tennessee is that a segue? <laughs> not yet. I don't know. Are we? Like, are we? Are we done with Kansas? I don't know. There was a couple other things I wanted to talk about, but but that sounded like a perfect segue. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and continue Kansas, and then um, I will I will give you that segue again. All right. Um, so, you know, one thing that I noticed that's probably gone on for the whole year and the for probably the whole Mike Yersich tenure is I really like the way that. Uh, some of the possessions on offense are kind of scripted in and within one another. And mm -hmm. what I mean by that is like they're running plays that are designed to be quick hitters and, you know, off the direction, the guys are pretty much already lined up for the next play, which I yeah. thought was really cool. You bring a guy in motion from left to right. And the next time he's lined up in the right slot and it's just, it's, it's really cool how it all fits together. And I don't, I think that's something that uh, fans don't really grasp and appreciate is just you know it's not about one play it's about a series of plays that all kind of fit together and accomplish what you're trying to accomplish to get the ball down the field and I just I noticed that a couple of times in this game and I thought it was really neat but you know that's just that's a one-off thing that doesn't really matter it's just fun yeah all right I I wasn't able to watch the game so I was <laughs> so I, I don't know what was going on during the and, game you know, something like that is also a lot easier to see when you're actually there, not watching on yeah. TV. Because you get to see yeah. kind of further down the field that the camera doesn't always show, and you can pay attention to what you want to pay well, attention to. Well, you can pay attention to, to a lot of other aspects of what's going on just on the field, or yeah. even like what the sideline's doing mm -hmm. <laughs> as plays as the plays are happening. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so most definitely. Good to see Tyrell Alexander get a catch. And he almost mm -hmm. scored. I really wanted him to score. He caught the long pass from Taylor Cornelius in the fourth quarter. Okay. Uh, this is a guy who has kind of gotten overlooked as he's a redshirt freshman wide receiver. He, I think he's going to be a, a pretty solid player for the next couple of years for him. And so it was good to see him get out there and make a catch. And I really wish he would have scored, but. Okay. Did, any, did any other um, wideouts other than the ones we're used to make any, make big impacts? Oh, it's pretty much the usual guys. Uh, Washington caught a touchdown. Stoner caught a touchdown. Okay. Aitman got a long pass that was he was tackled on the three or something like that. And, okay. You know, this is usual the usual guys. Um, trying to think if Wallace got it. I know he played. I don't think he got a catch. But okay. Yeah, it was the 
It was the usual guys. Awesome. Do you have anything else to add? Hubbard's red shirt, so that's good. Well, that is good. That is good. I'm I'm excited about him going forward. He's fast. Um, he is really fast. So JD King did play. Uh, I guess he'd been hurt, you know, like ankle injury or something. Yeah. Suited up uh, and was actually out there at the end of the first half for the victory formation snap, just in case something terrible happened. Crazy happened. uh, Uh, LD Brown got the second team running back carries, and he uh, had one long run and had a short touchdown too. So. Yeah, I'm excited to see about the running back stable going forward because we have a lot of – everyone's coming back, and we have a lot of good backs out there. It's crazy. Good young ones, so there's, I'm excited. There's not a running back on the roster that's a junior or a senior. That's huh. insane. Like, not even a guy who doesn't play. Yeah. And and they're all good. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, Justice Hill, I, I – he could be, depending on how good the team is, obviously, he could be a Heisman candidate coming next year. I know. Year. So, depending, depending on how good. I mean, he won't be a Heisman candidate on a bad team, on a six-win team. Right. But if if they do better than some people might be expecting with a new quarterback, it'll be interesting to see. Um, do you have anything else to add about Kansas? <sighs> um... I can't think of anything that I really wanted to bring up about that game, and okay. you know, if we were if we were only spending time on that, we could expound upon what I've said. But yeah, I think we got uh, so um, more fish to fry here. Yeah. So um, let me tell you, man. If if you don't play well, people aren't going to show up to the games. I've noticed that too. <laughs> Unless you're <laughs> Tennessee, if you will. <laughs> I uh, I brought the segue back for you. <laughs> So you are welcome. I got 100,000 fans to watch a three-win team. <laughs> so, man, I was actually going into this week, I was wanting to talk about the Tennessee coaching search because of the craziness with Greg Schiano uh-huh. and all that. Little did I know that um, we OSU would be in, be in some way actually a part of it <laughs> right. at the time. But, yeah, so um, Greg Schiano was um, going to be the coach. And yeah, which they, I thought they, was probably going to be a good hire for him. Yeah, they were ready to go, ready to get it, until the um, all the Tennessee fans, the social media mob, <laughs> decided yeah. to decided that they did not like that. Which uh, it's it's kind of a it's a sensitive it's a kind of a sensitive subject because I I'm not a big fan of mobs dictating. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Who you the coach is going to be? You you don't want your message boards hiring your coach. No, no, and and as far as I could tell, um, their AD who is being drugged through the mud because I mean he can't get a coach there. So, yeah. Um, but they said that he vetted Chiano, and um, who knows exactly how far he went into actually vetting him. But I. I mean, I, I obviously don't really know if he had any knowledge of um, Sandusky and the Penn State, what everything yeah. that went on there. Because right. he, was, he was a coach there in the 90s, I believe, early 90s. Right, yeah, it was a long I time. Was. Yeah, a while ago. And he says he doesn't. I think there was one witness that said he did. Yeah. No of what went on. But I, I have no idea. I think it's ridiculous to have I, – I think it's ridiculous to give in to the mob. It absolutely is. And I was 
I mean, I'm I don't care about Tennessee. I I don't <laughs> I don't have a dog in the fight. But right. I you can't get into that nonsense. Yeah. And, and I mean the Penn State stuff, that was the fans grasping at straws and actually catching hold of one. Well, you know, yeah, they, because they, have they, no they one... just weren't thrilled about him as a coach and they yeah. looked for and, anything and that they, they could. Yeah, they 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 didn't like the hire. So that so they I think they went some of them went digging and thought, wait a minute, he might have known what's happened with Sandusky. Yeah. <laughs> so they were grasping. Which and, all you have to say is that name in college football, and everybody recoils and is like, yeah. "Oh, it's the worst thing ever," which it was. But mm-hmm. yeah, anybody who is even closely associated with that program, yeah, has. So is nobody gonna fire, or is nobody gonna hire a a former Penn State assistant while Sandusky was the coach because they might have known? I, yeah, <laughs> is I that don't what's know. gonna happen? I, I don't know, and you you feel terrible for those people. Uh, you know, especially the ones who legitimately had no idea. And I'm sure there are several who had no idea. Yeah, because, I mean, and if Shiano didn't have any idea, his name's being drug through the mud for no reason. Right. Right now. So, I mean, it's, it's, I just, you just can't give into that. I, those message boards and Facebook, Twitter mobs. Mm-hmm. That are led sometimes led by some of the radio personalities in Tennessee. Oh my goodness! That I think led. Clay Travis just, is just had one a... of the big. He's one of the biggest clowns out there. Yes. <laughs> and I can't stand him. I just had a horrible me... thought. What? That involved the radio personalities in Oklahoma City making coaching decisions. <laughs> oh goodness. Man, who, do, who do you think they'd want? I just I just went to a real dark place. <laughs> uh. No, you can't have those personalities making some of those. And one one of the radio personalities, I, I don't know his name. I think I I can't remember his name, but he's in Tennessee, and he's um, a sports. Um, he does sports there, and he I guess had text messaged Lane Kiffin. Oh yeah, it was Eric Ainge. Well, oh, Eric Ainge, that was him. Did, did you see? I guess you saw that then. Yeah. But and, and he had text messages with Lane Kiffin and basically told him, "We don't want you here." <laughs> and, and was like, and was like on Twitter, saying that he did a good job. He was, right. he was like patting himself on the back. Yeah. <laughs> like, and most people were like, "You're an idiot. Right. What's your problem?" The, yeah, one, that, that was, the one thing he kind of has an advantage on is that he was semi-recently the quarterback at Tennessee. So mm-hmm. he, he, know, he knows the program, but, yeah, you yeah. can't be doing that kind of stuff. <laughs> you can't do that. I didn't remember who it was. But, yeah, so um, so anyways, that happened, and Tennessee just couldn't get a coach. So then Tuesday came around, and I woke up. I checked Twitter, and I saw Mike Gundy all over Twitter. Yes. Because what, what was your first reaction when you when you saw the news that he, or at least when you heard that he might be interviewing? Not even that he had an interview set up that he that his name was attached to the job. Um. Well, when I saw the first tweet, which was like mid morning, that was like a, I think it was a Tennessee radio guy who had said, "Hey, they're they're turning their attention to Mike Gundy, basically." And I was like, mm-hmm. "Right, go for it." 
You know, there's there's no way. And I continued to think there's no way until, um, really until I saw something, I think, from John Holcomb that said, Gundy loves OSU, but he's also real hard to read, and there's fear within the program that he may actually be taking this seriously. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay, maybe, maybe I could buy this a little bit. Because even when Robert Allen tweeted it, I was like, okay, no, that, this is. Yeah, I don't know that I ever fully went to the side of this could be real. You know, I, there were fleeting moments where I was like, eh, maybe. You know, if they're throwing eight million dollars at him, that's hard to say no to. And I, I just never could convince myself that this was the one that was going to pull him away. Yeah, it was problem because I mean we've been through this before with Lester yeah. um, Baylor, which. I believe I don't think Baylor was, even less. Yeah, no, no, nobody thought that was going to happen. I, I laughed whenever mm-hmm. <laughs> whenever I heard about that. Mm-hmm. And then back in um, 2012, there was Tennessee, and that was, fun, that was the year of Arkansas as well. Yeah. So um, And really, in 2012, I also laughed. This was probably – I don't know if I ever fully thought that he, he would leave, but this is probably the less, least confident I've been compared to the other times. Yeah. Um. Which is weird, I, I, considering you just basically signed a lifetime contract. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I first heard about it, and I thought, kind of like you, that's ridiculous. Um, that's, of course, uh, you'll you'll hear his name for any job opening. That doesn't mean anything. Yeah. I just thought, okay, you're, you're turning your attention to him. He, he's not even gonna, he's not gonna go. That's dumb. Um, probably the first time I thought it could be real was when I saw Robert Allen's tweet. Yeah. And then I think I saw a John Holcomb tweet that wasn't the one that you talked about because I I don't think I ever saw that one, but I saw one where he where he quoted Robert Allen and said he's he's around um, the OC program he he knows what he's talking about yeah when, um, he I think he quoted Robert Allen's tweet so that was when I first thought oh okay this this might be happening and so I um, checked Twitter literally all day long. Like I was just gonna check it at least every five ten minutes, yeah. see if there's see if there's anything new going on, and because um, what Robert Allen had first posted was that um, had first reported was that they were willing to double his salary, which, right? Which they I think it came out to be about seven million was what it was gonna be, but at yeah. the time we thought he was doubling it, and um, so whenever I heard that number, I thought you. If if you, they're willing to double your salary, even if you're not going to take it, I think you need to talk with them. Yeah. Because <laughs> I mean, that that that's a that's a hard number to just say no to without at least having some conversations. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, it was funny because people were following flights from Tennessee from Knoxville to Stillwater. That is and... my least favorite thing, <laughs> maybe ever that happens on Twitter with with coaching searches, like. I, I really want to know how difficult is it for, you know, Joe Sixpack to just go schedule a flight on a flight tracker? Like, can you I, can you just like get in there and say, hey, I'm gonna take this plane from Knoxville to Stillwater at one oh Probably. You you know there are trolls out there that will do that. They'll, they'll be like, well, this will be fun. <laughs> 
that was my thought as well. Because then someone um, post, because the, then it, it wasn't real. Yeah, <laughs> a coach wasn't coming from Knoxville to go to Stillwater, which was weird, anyways. Because um, Gundy was in Dallas at the time. Yeah. So, so even even if that was real, I didn't understand why they'd be going to Stillwater when Gundy wasn't even there. Right. So, uh, and it's funny because. I had a lot of thoughts before we started this podcast. I had a lot of – I th- had things. I was like, I want to talk about this. I want to talk about this, including the Tennessee deal um, and Gundy. I want to talk about this. And then when I went to, like, take notes to, like – because sometimes I like to write um, what I'm going to say. I couldn't write notes about them because I have so many thoughts just going every <laughs> which way. So, so, so I thought, okay, we'll just record and I will just ramble on. So this is this is a part of the rambling, but it's it, and then it came out that um, the reasons that Gundy might because people are coming up with theories of why Gundy might do this, and if he's not that sure about it or if he's not actually um, wanting to go. So, um, do you think that he took the Tennessee? position or an, the interview seriously and never truly considered going? Or do you think it was a ploy for some other thing? Um, I didn't. I don't think I ever got to the point where I was like, okay, the, he's really seriously considering leaving. Um, I don't know where I got with it, honestly. I don't know if I ever came up with a clear, this is why he's doing this. Mm-hmm. But I don't know the the fact that first of all, if the, if if the meeting actually did take place at eleven in the morning, which is what some people were saying, I guess if he was going to take it, he would have said right then, "I'm going to take it," mm-hmm. and that would have come out by noon. So once we got into the middle of the afternoon, I was like, "Okay, this is definitely not happening. Uh, something's going on. He's obviously taking interviews." Um, but I don't think this is actually real. I think he's, he's doing something, whether he was proving a point to the athletic department or, um, I don't know, raising his profile with recruits, which that's true. He, that, that's one thing he did do. And, you know, people, um, whether people still, he was... I'm like, oh, oh, this is, this is a terrible look for recruits. No, it's great. Yeah. Well, it, whether... Whether or not it was intentional on his part, he did do that. Right. Because I don't know if he was actually trying to do that, but it was something that happened. Man, he's not an idiot. Yeah. He knows. He but, knows what yeah. he's doing. He, I mean, he can go into, he can go into um, recruits' houses now and say, I turned down seven mil a year. Yeah. <laughs> to, 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 in the in the in the SEC to come back to OSU. This is where I want to be, and we want you to be here. So yeah, he can. I mean, because for recruits out there, there if they watch ESPN or any of those networks, it's beat into their brain that SEC, the SEC is the top tier of conferences. Yeah, that everybody wants to go there that the SEC is where you need to be to win. I mean, basically because of Alabama and LSU for the most part. Right. <laughs> but 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 they're always taught that SEC is the best conference. So even so to, for him to be able to say I I I don't I 
could have made three million more. I, I was I they offered me that and I said no, I want to be at OSU. That is that does do something for recruits. Yeah. That 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 is definitely true. All right. So the question that I wanted to ask you about this is this has happened now, I guess, three times mm-hmm. that he's like legitimately been tied to jobs where he's in the top, you know, three or four candidates or whatever. Taking interviews, I don't know. Are you tired of it? No. Neither am I. One of the reasons is because I never thought that he was going to leave. Right. <laughs> I mean, if if each time I thought, oh my gosh, he, he might leave, then then maybe. But no. Um, I do want to actually mention, talk about something about that. Because you said this is the, about the third time, the third year. And every person that I've heard that's talked about it, whether it's on Twitter or um, a different podcast, they have mentioned that they're tired of this happening every year. It has not happened every year. It's not happened every year. It's It's happened happened two and a half times. times. Yes. I'm not even counting Baylor as a full time. (laughs) Because nobody thought that was going to happen. Nobody thought that. (laughs) Baylor didn't think that was going to happen. There was no way that that was happening. Two and a half times. He's been here over a decade, and it's happened two and a half or if you want to count Baylor three times, that's not every single year. So that that's just one thing that's annoying because it, it hasn't happened every single off season. Like people are making it out to be. No. Um, but actually, I'm not tired of it. I'm not tired of it either. I think it's great. I think it's good publicity. Um, it is. It it raises his profile with recruits. It raises the profile of Oklahoma State. Because oh, he's saying that you, this is the place he wants to be, and he's a no, successful coach. It also raises the profile of Oklahoma State and of Gundy. Because if you go on Twitter to see Tennessee fans' reactions to wanted him. possibly getting Gundy, they are ecstatic that they might get him. Yeah. They are thrilled and thinking they're lucky stars that that's a possibility. Right. So after... OSU has gone has gone has lost three home games and they lost to K State and OU and all the OSU fans are disappointed in the season. He's ra- raising his stock in the eyes of recruits at the very end. Oh yeah. There's no doubt. And people don't realize that. No. That all of a sudden all of a sudden OSU is thought of in in higher in higher terms because of what he's doing because Tennessee Tennessee fans were like were giddy <laughs> with yeah. the thought of getting Gundy. Oh, they were they so, were super excited. So no, I I think especially this year, I think it really it really um, raised the stock and in the media's eyes and mm-hmm. and recruit size and so I think. I think this this year was the year to really get it done because of the disappointing losses to OU and then K and K State. Right, with a so, super talented roster. Yeah, I mean, yeah, with with a roster that everybody thought would um, would be playing this fall, this coming weekend yeah. and possibly in the playoffs. So because they had a dis, little, it was a disappointing season compared to what they had expected. So this was a smart move, whether or not. It was a hundred percent intentional. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if it was at least a little bit intentional. <laughs> well, and the other thing that I don't like that I've been hearing is, you know, it's 
it's not good as far as his loyalty claims are concerned to keep flirting with other jobs. The reason I don't like that is because how many people actually know, first of all, what goes on in these interviews? And second of mm -hmm. all, what his conversations about these interviews are with the administration and the boosters at OSU? You don't know. Mm -hmm. Maybe he calls Mike Holder and says, hey, Mike, guess what? These guys want to want to interview me for their coaching job. There's no way I'm going to that dumpster fire. Hilarious. <laughs> Maybe he's saying that. We don't know. I, I think it's highly <laughs> unlikely because Mike Holder's I, a jerk. But I was gonna say, if he calls anybody, it'd be Weiberg. True. Which I, which I think, leads me I to think, my next point. I think he would not call Holder. I, I was wanting to get into talking about Holder. Yeah. Um, but we can do that right after right after this bit. Um, yeah. So I mean, we don't know. We we know the bare minimum of what's going on. Less, Fans know yeah. the bare minimum that you could possibly know. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, we don't, just don't know what, what what his conversations are with um, with any of the the athletic director or with whomever at OSU. And he he might have gone in thinking I'm not going to take it, and there it goes. But but I'll, but it's one of those things. I, it didn't bother me that he talked with them because if they offer you close to double your salary even mm -hmm. if it's a little bit close i feel like you have to take that meeting yeah i mean well and I, you know i they're desperate right now they being tennessee they're mm -hmm. desperate nobody yeah. will go to that school yeah they're man. end up hiring t martin who was a quarterback for them uh i don't even know when was that mid 90s when mm -hmm. t martin was a quarterback and, you know, he's an offensive coordinator at USC, and USC people don't like him. Yeah. That's who they're going to end up hiring as a head coach. And, you know, I'm surprised they haven't done it at this point, and maybe he doesn't even want it, which would just be the best <laughs> thing. Well, I hope everybody turns it down. But, uh, yeah, it's just, they're, they're so desperate that I don't know that anybody else would come close to that number for Mike Gundy because the bottom line is it's not like this guy's won countless conference championships and is fielding top 10 recruiting classes every year. He has a mediocre recruiting year every year and turns them into a top 15 team, which there's something mm -hmm. to be said for that. And unfortunately, you play in the same conference as OU, who's been a top five program for the last 20 years. And a top five recruiting class. Yeah. Each year. Yeah. So that, you know, that there are no, that, I don't think there are any other teams that would, that would throw seven, whatever it was, $7 million a year at Mike Gundy. I don't think Florida State's doing that. I don't think A&M's doing that. Yeah. Now, yeah, Tennessee... We, they, they, because yeah, they, they're still keep going after people and aren't coming close to hiring anybody. And I, I was actually wanting to talk about somebody, because, and I was wanting to talk about this particular individual before this week happened, and all of a sudden Tuesday occurred, and yeah. <laughs> it got pushed, got worse, pushed, pushed to the sideline. Um, I was going to talk about John Gruden, <laughs> because, okay. because, almost every coaching vacancy. Gruden's name is mentioned. And I don't understand why. I have no idea. First of all, he coached in the he hasn't he hasn't coached in college since or in the college um ranks since the nineties. And he was he was never a head coach. He was like a quarterback's coach or something of that ilk. He so he so he, he was never a head coach in college. And most of his um most of his coaching career has been in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And as, and NFL jobs are always linked to him, but I don't think he was that great of a coach. He had a couple good I, years. You know, I want to give you. I I have his records in front of me. 
if yeah. you don't mind. I, I'm going to say them. All right. He's, he was in Oakland first. He had a couple of good years in Oakland. He was 12-4 and four and 10-6. and six. Those are yep. good. Rec- those are good. And then he went to Tampa Bay, who's 12-4. and four. And that was when they won the Super Bowl mm-hmm. in 2002. 7-9 and nine followed. 5-11 and 11 followed. 11-5. and 4-12. and 9-7. And, and his last year, he was 9-7. and seven. His total career was 95-81, and 81, which is a 54% um, winning percentage. And his Tampa Bay, when he, um, so the last few years, he was 57-55. and 55. So... As far not, as I can tell, not terrible, but, but he's not a, great. He's a five. He's a five hundred coach. Yeah. I I don't know why people are always wanting him to be their coach so badly. I don't, I don't know if it's the, I don't know if it's the scowl. I don't know if they think he. he Maybe it's because they all want to run spider three white <laughs> banana. Maybe, <laughs> but it drives you crazy because he. He's not Bill Belichick out there. No. <laughs> he's, he's, he's not Nick Saban. Right. He's, he's not somebody that's going to just wow everybody who's a mastermind. Um, he, might get, he might get good recruits if he goes to college just because people know him. Yeah, but who knows so if maybe, he's a coach? Maybe, maybe that's it. People see him on ESPN doing his quarterback, um, whatever he does, his quarterback school or whatever. Yeah. So people see him. But as far as the coach, well, I, and you know, look at other coaches who have gone from the NFL to college. It doesn't work. Mm-mm, it rarely no. works for for people to go college to the NFL, and it doesn't work to come back either. No, it's, it's it, they're two different. They're it's two different things. College and the NFL. Nick Saban it's, was terrible in the NFL. Yeah, man, and then he just walked out on them when he went to he went yeah. to Miami and said, "Oh, I'm going to Alabama." Bobby Petrino so, did the same um, thing. Yeah, Steve Spurrier <laughs> did not have uh-huh. a good NFL career either. But no, nah, it's it's hard to go from one to the other. They're completely and, different um, dynamics. Speaking speaking of going from one to the other, Herm Edwards is apparently going to coach at Arizona State. Good for them. Arizona State so, is like I don't know. They're they're a punching bag. Mm-hmm. They're just a they're they're a joke waiting to happen. <laughs> yeah, he's um apparently gonna keep. He has said that he's gonna keep the whole coaching staff. Who just got fired? I don't know. That's, Tell me that's how that makes any I, sense. I just saw a tweet that said that he um is gonna be their new coach, and is gonna keep the staff. Oh jeez. So, All right. Well. I mean, I, I I just hope at least once or twice a day he tells them, um that their goal is um. To win the game, you play to win That's, the game. You play to win the game. I wanted to at least say that once or twice. Practice. <laughs> you play to win the game. Um, but yeah, so uh, that that was just one name that it drives me crazy when I see his name, and and, and not that pe- not that he might get hired, but the fans are begging for him to be their coach. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not I'm not saying he's a bad coach. I I think he's a good coach. I just don't understand why. So many people want him to like why he's like the pinnacle of coaches, yeah. and to get the job. So that's just one thing that's kind of all, all, has bothered me for a little bit. Um, especially, I just don't understand why you'd go into coaching when you have a cushy analyst job. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that's one thing. like <laughs> I think Mac Brown has said that he would be interested in going back into coaching. He has mm-hmm. one good run left in him. He said, and like one good I, running play. 
don't know. He has one good coaching run. Maybe, oh. maybe he, th- he thinks he has like one good season left, maybe. I don't know. But why <laughs> yeah. would you want to I leave? got one good run and play left, guys. <laughs> I'm going to hand oh, it off true. up to B-Gap. <laughs> I, I, but I don't know why he'd want to leave his his analyst job to go to um, to coach again. It's it's it seems to be an analyst is a little it'll is a little less stressful. Oh yeah. Than than coaching. <laughs> but yeah. So. Uh, you know who knows drives me crazy when I see it? Who? Mike Holder. I was wonder I was wondering what the segment was gonna be. Good. Mm. I, I I was not I was not gonna be near as as good near as good of a segue as you did. <laughs> but yeah. So Holder, what are your thoughts on him? He's done. He's got to be done. Like, you think, the, you think this is the final straw? This it has to be. Well, and it, it's a darn good He's, thing that Gundy didn't leave because then Holder would be the athletic director that lost Underwood and Gundy in the same calendar year. Like, I think, yeah, I think the Holder's relationship with Gundy over the last few years or however many years has just been frayed throughout most of it. And a lot of boosters, a lot of people were getting tired or have, have been getting tired of Holder. And then the whole Underwood situation was basically the, the more or less the final straw because that's when they got Weiberg. Yeah. They said he's going to be, he's going to follow Holder and we're, and after Holder's done, we'll get Weiberg. So and 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 I've heard I don't know where I had heard it, but I've heard from numerous sources that um, Weiberg is one of the th- is is kind of his job has been more or less to handle things with Gundy. Yeah, hold this together, the, please. Yeah, hold it together <laughs> and and make things work. Oh, so a man. lot, so a lot. So I think um, Gundy has worked a lot with Heiber, Weiberg more than Holder over the last few months a year or so no wait we can hope so because but and then then this thing i think Mm -mm. holder's gonna be gone i think he's done probably after the school year yeah i I would i would be willing to say uh i'd be willing to say i've been disenfranchised with holder for a long time um you know in fact i kind of made a deal with myself that doesn't that's it's inconsequential it's just in principle but it's like i don't want to give money in any form to the athletic department while holder's the athletic director mm-hmm. so when i go to games i buy them from other people i buy tickets from mm-hmm. other people on stub hub or something i will not buy from the osu website and that's just a principle thing and it doesn't matter because i go to like three games a year yeah but it's just like i i can't support a guy who has made the kind of mistakes that he's made and it's not just dealing with coaches it's the money decisions that he's made that have caused attendance to drop drastically in Gallagher Iba. Mm-hmm. It's, you, you know, the, the attendance is fine in football because the team has been highly successful in spite of holders. What seemed like attempts to run the head coach off. Like, yeah, he just, that's how bad it's gotten. And Something different has to happen. Otherwise, you know, we're going to end up with conference games in basketball with 2,000 people there. And I don't know if you saw this earlier. Mike Boynton kind of subtweeted saw that. the fan base. He's like, we got 4,300 people in this 13,000-seat arena, guys. Come on. 
Yeah, you know, and, <laughs> I saw that tweet earlier. Uh, I don't know if you got my. Uh, this kind of doesn't have anything to do with this, but I, I tried to send you a screenshot yesterday of the uh, ticket map for last night's basketball game. Mm-hmm. Um, they flat out do not sell very many tickets to non-conference games at OSU because they're holding them for season tickets. I think. I think okay. that's why. So you look at the seat map. You go on their website to buy tickets, and it's like the only seats available are in the last six rows of the arena up at the very top and everything else is grayed out. You can't buy them. And then you mm-hmm. go to the games and nobody's sitting anywhere. I bought a ticket to the game the other day, uh, whatever game it was that I went to a couple of weeks ago, Oral Roberts. Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah, I bought a ticket somewhere up in the corner and I sat on the first row of the third level in the middle. I had the best seat in the arena because no one was there. And that seat was not available for me to purchase. So either some a lot of people are buying tickets and not showing up, or they're flat out not selling them, and that's a problem within the department. I don't want either of those to be happening, but I hope it's the first one, <laughs> because yeah. the second one there is a problem. Yeah. So I, you know, there's just there's so many mistakes that he has made, and I understand that there's also a lot of good that he's done for the department and all of this growth that we've experienced over the last ten years is partially due to Mike Holder, but he's run out of good graces at this point. And his mistakes are starting to outweigh his triumphs. And it's, you know, he's, it's time to go. It's time to retire. Most definitely. And, um, I mean, with this whole thing, there was an article on, I think it was ESPN, where they talked about what Gundy, um, that, and they had mentioned in the article that Gundy and, um, and Holder have been have not been seeing eye to eye over things over the last few months. And then one thing was that Gundy wanted in the uh, practice facility wanted banners of the Bullwins to be up there. Yeah. And that was one thing that they argued about. That is and, such a stupid thing to argue about. Yeah. Even I, if no, it's that, the lowest thing that they talked about is like you're yeah, gonna I mean, you're gonna tell him no on everything and then push back on this too. Like yeah. get over yourself. I mean yeah, that was because they were talking about ways to help recruiting and ways that Gundy thought would help recruiting. Mm-hmm. And it, I mean, that was only one example. So there might be other things yeah, as well I that were. I heard I'm he was sure, also sure that's for one. an academic center and everything, yeah. which is a huge. I mean, I'm deal. sure that's. I'm sure the banner thing is the smallest. Right. Uh, There's the smallest thing they argued about. But you know, if but, it's the smallest thing, why, give it to him. You know. Why stand your ground about banners? Right. Why? <laughs> Why stand there and say no to banners? That's ridiculous. That's terrible. It's absolutely that terrible. Ridiculous. I I mean, what? I think Gundy should just go and make the banners himself and just have somebody <laughs> hang them up. All right, guys. Instead of practice today, we're gonna have banner making. Mason, <laughs> you take the cactus bowl. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And, and then make banners insulting Holder <laughs> and put those up as well I think he should do all of that I will help him I will I will go to Stillwater and, and, and help him with those ideas man I'll go to Stillwater for Arts and Crafts Day for bowl banners that'd be great <laughs> especially the ones insulting Holder <laughs> <laughs> I, I like it oh, yeah boy. that's 
I just don't understand why you would like stand your ground and push back against that. No. And I know that uh, some people have floated the idea that maybe this flirtation with Tennessee this time around was to push the school to to say mm-hmm. enough is enough with Holder and just go ahead and push him out now. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know that that'll happen. I think he's built up enough equity in the program to be given a little bit more respect than that, mm-hmm. which is fine, you know, I, but it is, it's, it's time for a change. Yeah. So it's, it'll be interesting to see when that, when that occurs. Um, I could see that. I could see that occurring at the end of the school year. Mm-hmm. Maybe in May or June. Yeah. So, but it'll be interesting. I'm. Yeah, I'm. I'm wanting. I'm. I'm. I'm in the same boat you are. I. He's done good things for the school. But. His his last few his, his last few years, just he's done. There's been a lot of negatives with that. Yeah, it takes a lot to overcome the Travis Ford contract, the Underwood situation, and not being able to get along with your most successful football coach in history. Yes. Boy, your daughter's not happy, is she? She is not happy. She's not in a good mood. Uh, I, I, I was actually sitting here thinking, I wonder if Andrew can hear that. <laughs> I didn't yes, until that moment. <laughs> yes. <yeah>, so <laughs> she's upset about Holder as well. Yeah. Well, good. Um, you should Adele, send a, you should send a Adele, crying Adele, Adele four, picture. Adele, our fourteen-month-old, wants Holder gone. So, <laughs> <laughs> so let, let that be known that he needs to go, or she'll just keep crying. That's right. <laughs> but but if I mean. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, I mean, they they already have a person in place for when he leaves. Yep. So it seems like the I mean the athletic the athletic department already has that in place, um, which which told us whenever that occurred that it was going to be sooner than later. Mm-hmm. I mean, because they wouldn't have done that if they were wanting Holder to hold on for another five years. Yeah. And I'm excited yeah. to see what he does. You know, I, mm-hmm. I don't I. Don't... I don't know what he's going to do. You know, I know they've got the baseball facility that's supposed to be uh, in line for an upgrade and, uh, you know, lots of stuff to, to handle. But, um, you know, just having a not-so-frosty relationship with the head football coach who's been highly successful, the most successful in program history. Would be would be nice. be nice. You know, even if we don't get a new baseball field for another 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, do you have any more thoughts about in, in Tennessee about Holder, about, about Gundy, about life? Um, you know, at the end of the day, Gundy's still in Stillwater, and that's the best thing for OSU football. Clear thinking, Thank OSU fans breathed a sigh of relief with that Brett McMurphy tweet last night, <laughs> night before last. Yeah. Yes. Um, I mean that. It was one of those things that whenever I thought it might happen, I was starting to come to terms with I'll it'll be okay, I'll be okay if he leaves. Yeah, just, that's just, always, just uh, you know, that's always something you go to. Like what well yeah, what would happen if okay. if this is the who, one? Who who are the who who are who's gonna be the replacement if he leaves? Yeah. Um and I was thinking about the replacements. Um what most people were thinking, which was actually my number one thought 
was that LSU my look at Fedora? Yeah, that's never excited me because that's brought, been brought up before. I, I like Fedora. He he's been on North Carolina, and his last couple years weren't that successful. But he's had a few successful years there. I mean, I, I it, it didn't excite me. Right. I guess I should say, but it didn't upset me either. Right. Well, I mean, and you know, maybe, I'm going to say something here that's going to be kind of hot takey. Um. Based on what we know, if Mike Holder had to make the decision, it was going to be somebody on staff, right? It was mm. going to be somebody off the current staff who was going to at least get an interview. And mm-hmm. I know that he's taken some heat, especially this year, but I really think Glenn Spencer would make a good head coach. I'm not crazy about him as a coordinator, but I well, think as a head coach, he would do well. I don't think he would be a... I don't, I wouldn't have been upset with that. Um, it definitely would have been would not have been something to excite the fan base. No, no, goodness no. But, there would have been so many but, people upset about that if that happened. I mean, the thing is that he's he hasn't been a good DC, and um, and a lot of people don't want him as a defensive coordinator. But to be the head coach, you can hire your own defensive coordinator. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, and I really you know just his <laughs> his motivational skills I think are really good. Yeah. Um, you know, I, just, I think, I think he would be a good, coach. I think he would, I think he would be a good CEO mm-hmm. type p- p- person, which is what a head coach does. Yeah. I, I think he can motivate people. I mean, the biggest thing was, would be, can he hire good coordinators? Right. I mean, cause if you can hire good coordinators, then of course, yeah, let, let's, let's do that. Cause that, that's a part of the battle. Right. So I think that would be the biggest thing, but I think he's a good motivator and he, I think he would be a good CEO type um, person to oversee the whole, um, the whole football program. And he's been there a long time. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But there, there were a lot of other names that were floated out. Um, m- most people went to like former offensive coordinators because yeah. their Fedora's name was out there. Um, Todd Munkin. Everybody wants Todd Munkin because that'd just be was fun. Out there. That would be fun. I don't know and, if he'd be a I good mean, coach. Yeah, it'd just be fun. Yeah, and I mean he might. <laughs> The whole Tampa Bay staff, the whole Buccaneers staff might be shuffled around. Yeah, that's true. So, so yeah. Um, I mean, I have no idea. It's hard to tell what if a good offensive coordinator would, would become a head coach. I mean, nobody really knows that. Yeah. Until they are get the much coach. of a chance at Southern Miss. You know, he went to the NFL after just a couple yeah. of years at Southern Miss, and he did fine. But, uh, yeah, we don't really know how he'd do at a major, I mean, major program. Yeah. But is um I heard Kevin Sumlin's name out there. I'd love that. I, I would love Kevin. I, I would love Kevin Sumlin. That was one of those that was I would I would have loved. Um I heard Venable's name out there. Hilarious. Which would be hilarious. <laughs> um now my question is would an OSU would the OSU fan base be okay with a former OU coach as their head coach? Um, if he wins, <laughs> maybe, maybe I don't if, know. if he wins the first season. I mean, in but starting college out college football, maybe not. But you, you know, our softball coach is an OU, a former OU coach. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, but I, I don't think people care quite as much. No, I don't think so either. But yeah, who knows? Yeah, but I'm I mean, not sure Brent obviously, you obviously, on a good on good terms. So yeah, obviously, if you um, if you win, I mean all. Sins are forgiven. Right. <laughs> if if you if you win for the if the team wins, um, Leach's name was put out there. 
hilarious. By people, which I think... I hope yeah, Leeds that... goes to Tennessee, because that'd just be the best thing in the world. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think people wanted Leeds, because they think he's going to he's gonna end up in the Big 12, so he can beat Texas Tech every year. <laughs> <laughs> I think he just wants to beat Tech, so he might yeah. go to a Big 12 school, just so he can beat them. <laughs> I, Le- Leeds coming to the Big 12 would be the worst thing to happen to Texas Tech. <laughs> yes. That's true. <laughs> but, yeah, so, I mean... I'm interested to see what happens in Tennessee. Um, I absolutely love all these people, all these coaches turning them down. Oh, yeah. That's great. It makes me happy, <laughs> quite frankly. I, I, I hope that continues. Yep. We'll, we'll see what happens. Um, we found out today Mason Rudolph won the Johnny Unitas Golden Arm Award. Yep. Over Baker Mayfield and um, JT Barrett, Ryan Finley. And Penn State's um, Trace McSorley. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. So, good, good job, Mason. Also got six uh, all-conference first team. And, okay. And three second team, I think. Awesome. So, yeah. So, we're still waiting. Where do you think OSU will be in the bowl game? What bowl do you think they'll be at? Um, I really think they'll be in Orlando. At the What used to be the Citrus Bowl. It's now the Camping so, World Bowl. Camping World Bowl. Um. Which would put the ACC team. Who do you think is going to the Alamo? Uh, I think TCU ends up in the Alamo. All right, what do you think OU will be? I, I'm just kind of working. Because I'm going to tell you what I was thinking. And I'm a, I don't know. I was thinking that um, OU would be in the playoff. Yeah. And TCU would be in the Cotton. I'm not sure their profile is high enough to get there. I hope it is because that's so? you in the Alamo, more than likely. See, see, so I was I was thinking OSU would be in the Alamo because I was thinking TCU would be in the Cotton, OSU Alamo Bowl, and then probably Iowa State and Camping World. Yeah, was my thought process. I think that's so that's, what was, that's possible. That, I'm yeah, just not sure TCU work- has the clout to get to the Cotton Bowl. Yeah, unless that's they why win. I was working. I was working my way up in the bowls because I was curious where you thought. Yeah, I was not. I was not thinking. You don't think um, TCU will end up in the Cotton? I don't think so. It, you know, especially if they get blown out in the Big Twelve Championship. Oh yeah, I'm not a lot sure of it that, depends. But on. I think that's likely that they get blown out in the Big Twelve Championship. Yeah. Um. Now, if they win, obviously that kinks everything up, and who knows what happens at that point. But that would be. Shocking to the majority of the world. Right. <laughs> I I haven't even thought that that was a possibility. No, I don't either. That's I don't even think that's a possibility in in the world. But yeah, hi. Right. Um, the game's at eleven thirty. Are you going to be watching the Big Twelve championship? Uh, not actively. I have other things that I have to get done on Saturday. I'll, I'm sure I'll catch a little bit of it, but I'm not making a special appointment to watch it. That's where I'll be. If I if I'm at home around that time, I might turn it on just see what's going on. Mm. But I'm I'm not setting my schedule to the 11:30 Big no. Twelve Championship. No. But I mean, OU should win and get in the playoffs. Who do you think? Um, who do you think the top four will end up being in the um, college football playoffs? Oh boy. You don't even have, don't give me an order. Yeah. Just what four teams do you think will be in there? Well, do you think it's going to stay the way it is? Probably. Um, I hope that Alabama and Ohio State, Alabama or Ohio State, don't sneak their way in. Um, 
you know, I hope Wisconsin just absolutely blows the doors off Ohio State in the Big Ten Championship. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not excited about Clemson, but I don't see a way that they they don't get in mm-hmm. unless Mike yeah. beats them, I guess. And, you know, even then they may find a way to sneak in. Who knows? The committee's weird. Yeah. yeah you, you can never really know what's going to happen. I don't want – yeah. The, I mean, I don't want Alabama to get in. No. I, I would love for them to get out – to get left out, I don't think Ohio State. I mean, I guess if they win, I can't see them going from eight to in the top four. Um, it, it's the college football playoff committee. I know they they, they won Ohio, Ohio State. State. You know what? Clemson, Auburn, OU, and Wisconsin could all win, and they probably will still put Alabama and Ohio State in. <laughs> yes. I mean, the top four will win, but somehow. Yes. Alabama and Ohio State will end up in the playoffs. <laughs> that would not shock me. Right. If that happened. Because I mean, they just they just it seems they always want them in. But yeah, so I don't know. It'll be interesting. Um OSU's not involved, so I really don't care that much. Yeah, that's <laughs> what, what happens. I mean, I'll do my usual rooting against OU. And always call it good. I'll root against them against TCU, and so of course, and then they'll win, and then I'll root against them in the playoffs. But I'm I'm not gonna any act. I don't really actively watch any games too often unless OSU is involved, or if it's a game that determines where OSU ends up. Yeah. Like, but it'll be fun, 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 fun. I don't know. Do you have anything else, Admin? I don't think so. I think we can save everything else for next week. Yeah, next week will be probably. Well, we'll talk about when. Do, when do they announce the bowl games? Uh, well, it should happen after the conference championship, so we may find out yeah. even Saturday night. Uh, okay. But definitely I didn't know if it was like right after or a day or two after. I don't know. So hopefully next week when we talk, we'll discuss where OSU will be playing and who their opponent is, and we'll probably get into some basketball talk. Yeah, let's do it. Awesome, man. I hope I can next week. All right.